So, Ashton, you know, it's uh, pretty normal to leash your dog, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to I mean, run away. Yeah, but, you know, mine has this, like, cough he's got going on. Uh, you know, whenever we're trying to go somewhere, he gives me resistance. He uh, starts pulling, which uh, causes him to cough a little bit, right? You know, as he goes, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I say, come on, this is just the leash. I haven't even put in the ball gag yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you seen those guys wearing dog masks walking around the street? Yeah, being walked? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember you a know, story of like the UK police, like petting one of them. And that's just like, what the <laughs> hell? man? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I had a woman do the same thing uh, as my dog, but, you know, I wanted to keep her shut. So I placed a gag order on her (laughs) and now I'm going to prison. (laughs) Just the premise doesn't make any sense because a gag order is like a legal thing, but you're going to prison now. Just say that you intimidated her physically. My money was the gag order. Okay. Because it made her gag after I paid her. You, you shove it in her mouth you shove it like the money yeah her, yeah <laughs> but yeah now i'm on felony charges <laughs> you're a true libertarian you only use hard money so you just shoved like gold and silver down her throat anyway like... so speaking of this today we're uh <laughs> talking about hedonism and depravity being instilled in the youth in the form of drag if you didn't know already, this is the Civil Offense Podcast. My name is Ahmed Mali, and today, uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. We have our boy Ashton, a.k.a. Ignis. Yep, hello. No other uh, allies uh, today? I, I mean, you were talking about a cough, and I do want to say that I've, I've had, like, a cough for three weeks, and my girlfriend, like, got really concerned because, like, at the three-week point, you're supposed to see a doctor, but then I just realized, oh, it's just, like, my water bottle, so I just, like, changed out my water bottle. Uh, and then now my cough's gone, so that's very nice. Your water bottle, you weren't washing it? I mean, like, not not really, <laughs> and I would switch it out, like, I would have, I would fill up, uh, fill it up with, like, Powerade or, like, vitamin water or something like that, and just, like, okay, it's got an off taste, but it's just, like, it's fine, but no, it's been giving me a cough for three weeks, so I'm just, like, okay, that's done. <laughs> Were you putting, like, orange juice in it and the acid was making the metal go down your throat? No, it's just uh, the little like silicon gaskets to make it watertight, I think, um, were just like getting like bacteria filled or something like that. I didn't really notice it until that point. Well, anyway, <laughs> here are a few announcements. Make sure, um, you know, obviously this topic shouldn't be controversial and because we're, we're talking about this being pushed onto kids, not just, you know, Guys doing it out in the street dressed as dogs. I just find that kind of funny. Um, but <laughs> this topic can get you in hot water. So make sure to su- uh, support the show. Go to amedmalee.com. Sign up for my email list to get the latest updates. Check out uh, our civil offense merch at se.com slash shop slash zbigdogz. Not the dogs you see on the street. It's zbigdogz. Uh, check out civil offense on Rumble, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And remember to like, comment, and share the show. And one of the first things we actually have, uh, Ashton, I'm not sure if you've seen this before, before, uh, is the Ontario NDP recently urged legal protections for drag performances. Mm. So um, we have them saying that drag performances have been targeted by organized protests across the United States, but also here at home, uh, says or said uh, Kristen Wong Tam, okay, uh, who is putting forward a private member's bill to designate 100 meter zones around show venues. So basically they had these signs that were saying um, it was like protect two SLGBTQI plus uh and <laughs> they had signs around them saying this uh let's pull oh, up this on. uh the the 
the two spirit went in front. They put the two spirit in is front. That what that is? Of I L? Didn't think of that. Yeah, like two two S and then L for like the lesbians. It's just like, okay, sure, you're gonna pretend that this is a thing, but wouldn't that go after? Wouldn't that go with a plus or some? It's, it's it doesn't make sense. It's all the lesbians had until now. Yeah. And honestly, the G's should go before the L's if we're talking about, like, who had it worse in history. All right, look. We're going to take a look at Christopher Rufo's uh, tweet. Right here. Uh, Christopher Rufo says, A non-binary, a wizard, a witch, two drag queens, two maskers, an awful, a, a child, a disabled minority, and a cis white male just introduced legislation to make offensive remarks near drag shows a violation of Canadian law. They're using diversity as a mask for tyranny. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> Pretty much. Why do they have a witch there? I don't know. It's it's the the choice of people to support that is just so confusing to me. Where it's just like, okay, you're gonna have a press conference. Who are we gonna gather there? Um, okay, so drag queens. That makes sense. It's about drag queens, children, or a child. That's a weird optics decision. The awful makes sense just because there are, there's a lot of them. You want you want that awful representation, the affluent white female liberals. Um, but then, like, the witches? Is there a connection between witches and drag queens? And I'm sure there's, like, some people maybe in our audience who would say, yes, it's all related, it's all related, all this occultism, all this Satanism. And I'd say, yeah, I could, I could kind of see the imagery there. I could kind of see the imagery of um just like there's some of these like drag performers that have like devil horns or something it's just like the most grotesque uh just like offensive to beauty sort of like makeup where it's just like it's just like pure white on black and everything like that worse than worse than marilyn manson (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is uh just some strange stuff i you know they're playing dress up they've got their little uh pretend games over there and uh they got the we might get hexed for this man <laughs> they got a we're child against in the witches it. we're gonna get um, going against the witches in this yeah so apparently if you if you think drag's bad you just can't be within 100 meters of it um now you know they'll just place a barrier a line saying you can't come in here you can't talk bad about it because uh we love drag we love Everything about it, it's uh, it's good for the children, actually. And uh, I mean, you know, honestly, uh, like for the people saying, oh, well, you know, uh, where's that at? Uh, well, I, I think that's been pretty evident as of late. Uh, it, it just, you know, with things being going on, like the, the fit, quote unquote family friendly drag shows taking place in Texas and then the protests happening right outside of that. Um, and uh, that one that happened, uh, was that like over the summer or what? It, where there was something saying like it's not going to lick itself like a sign mm. in the thing saying that everybody remember that <laughs> yeah but that was just ice cream that was just talking about oh, ice cream right. the yeah, one yeah, the yeah. you know the ice cream shop that wasn't that building that was in you know the ice cream shop that was like down the street or, oh. like, next door but definitely definitely referring to that the building that wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then now um there's this like i'm not going to show the video for this but uh there's like this 13 year old i think it was drag boy 
like performing on a stage, like doing these dances for people. Like, I mean, it's not the first time this thing's even happened, but uh, like uh, you see a lot of it in conservative media now being shared around. Uh, and obviously, like, I just don't want to share that because it's like it's a 13 year old boy on a stage. It's you're watching the exact same thing these people are that you're criticizing them for watching. And then it's like, OK, well, why would we show this? <laughs> but uh, it's pretty disgusting. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, if for the people that are questioning. Oh, there's you know, what do you mean there's grooming going on? What do you mean there's grooming? Like then nobody's being groomed. It's like, oh, yeah, OK, well. You know, you have a you have kids being uh, told to perform drag, and that's not even something that has been like uh, more so, uh, you know, re- refuted because <laughs> there are literally yeah. drag queens telling kids, "Yeah, kids do drag, kids do drag." Uh, we have a video actually, uh, this 2018 video. Kids meet a drag queen uh, for the first time, and uh, the drag queen literally tells kids it's okay to do drag. So <laughs> I think we're gonna watch that one right now since that seems pretty relevant to the topic at hand. Okay. It's like, it's like a sort of thing too, where it's, um, we're not doing it, but also it's a good thing. So it's just like drag queens. They aren't trying to influence kids minds to make them become drag queens or anything like that. They aren't trying to confuse them or anything, but also drag queens should talk to kids because kids need to be exposed to like what drag is because that might make them like better express, uh, express themselves or anything like that. It's, it's a game and they're playing it and most of them are dishonestly playing it. Some of them, I assume, are honest and they're just experiencing cognitive dissonance. There might be some... I, I caution to say good people. I think I can see your beard. I see. You can see my beard? Oh no! Gotta shave. <laughs> Got that five o'clock shadow. Are you nervous? Yes. How come? God, how he's towering over him. <laughs> Do you know what I am? No. I'm a drag queen. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a drag queen before? God. What is a drag queen? A drag queen is someone who expresses themselves creatively he totally through knows. performance. You look like you would speak in a different way. Yeah. Like this. But now you're speaking different. You didn't think I was a boy? I think I thought I was a girl. That kid wants to be a boy. How do you feel about that? <laughs> A little bit weird at all, but like, like a little interesting. Interesting? It's a lot to think about. Do you always dress up as a girl? Not always, only when I'm performing. I usually live most of my life in jeans and a t-shirt and a so why not right ball now? cap. That's why not right now then? So you're gay? I am. <laughs> Why'd you specifically dress up to perform in front of the kids? Coming out of the closet means when you tell everybody uh, that you're gay. It's something that gay people have to do. Do you do drag? No, anybody can do drag. Drag is for anybody and everybody who wants to put on a fun costume and get up on stage and entertain people. Everybody should try drag at least once. It's really fun. (laughs) Yeah. Sneak go talk right there. Are starting to do drag. Even kids should do drag. Do dogs do drag? I mean, they can. My dog does drag. Dress a dog up in a a dress (laughs) and take him on stage with you. Oh God. So. Why right before you put the ball gag on. Get to be a drag. I first went and saw a drag show and thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And so I started playing with makeup and wigs and costumes and things and then started performing and just fell in love. Almost like it's a social contagion. A sing- what about you? That kid you is like bold. to dance? <laughs> a little? Just just a little bebopping. I like to do this dance called the floss. What's that? <laughs> 
Like this. <laughs> oh, the backpack. We like pants. Fortnite. We like yeah. Fortnite. It's called the floss. Yeah, because it's like your floss. I forgot about that. Oh, I get it. I'm into it. It's not even that I watched this video all the way through. I just forgot about this dance. This, this dress, I got. Is that a costume? It is. Everything that I wear, I. No, that's attached to my skin. <laughs> it's kind of like Halloween every day. That's this what is I get a skinwalker. It's Halloween every day. Except oh. the candy part, there's no candy. Sometimes there's candy. Oh. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't love that. That's an in. Mm. Oh, I didn't like Well, free candy, candy, kids. Free candy. I, I, glitter. Yeah, glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I like everything to sparkle a little bit. I say if you're not sparkling, you're not trying. Right? Do you ever wear really? sparkly things? Not really. Oh, God, that reminded not me really. of something. How come you don't wear anything I'll say it after the clip. Yeah, kids, start wearing more effeminate things, boys. There's been a few times that I've encountered people that weren't quite as nice and were a little bit judgmental. What? I know what to do. Just don't speak because then they think you're like a real one. Don't you think for <laughs> myself? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever wish you were a girl? I don't. You should I stop like talking so people can't tell you're a man. But I enjoy dressing up like a girl. It's really fun. What does your family think about your job? You know, at first, they were a little unsure of it. They didn't quite understand what I was doing. But as they learned more, they've opened up more to it. What would your family say if you were a drag queen? Get out of this house. Really? Uh, that's what my dad would say. Well, I, you know. Base dead. You can change people's minds. Yeah, but not base enough, because like. not weirded out now. You know? He already got to a point where he Anyone got his kid into this. They want. If, that's true, if too. They want to wear yeah, why did dress, he? That's fine. If he were also, to just tell like. If he were Actually, to no, get out of my house for this, why would he put his kid in this situation? Yeah, Thank I retract that statement because it it's just so like good to meet you. you've already yeah. failed if you're kicking your kid out of your house. I'll see you later. It's a reflection on you. It's true. I'm Isabella Exton, and thank you for watching Kids Meet a Drag Queen. All right, dox if you want to know more then. about me, check down below in the description box and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Christian Mingle, all of them. Hey, yo. If you want to see more <laughs> kids, I thought, I thought he was like about right to shout here. out OnlyFans. <sighs> well. The, the glitter on everything reminded me of this one quote, and I forget where it's originated from, but it's about like these people who are not necessarily spearheading, but are just like intellectualizing this whole process where they want to leave, they want like the drag ideas to kids to be like leaving glitter in the carpet that will never come out. Where it's just like gonna get there no matter what happens like afterwards once they've been exposed to these ideas the ideas are gonna be in their head and you're not gonna be able to get it out of them yeah i mean obviously that uh helps that they're so young so it's you're able to give them that information and they take it in and they're like wow okay this must be real then like you know a guy yeah. can uh just like do this and then show it to kids and it's fine. That must be fine, right? You know, and then when I have kids, they'll do the same thing. I mean, unless yeah. I sterilize myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the parents who would bring their kids onto this. Like, you could see the confusion on the kids' faces. Like, this, for their development, adds much more complexity to an issue that does not necessarily need to be complex. Um, or, like, that they don't need a face right now because they have absolutely no understanding of it. Like children, like even introducing, uh, and I think this gets into like a larger topic of just like even introducing the idea of homosexuality into a kid's life just makes it more confusing because 
just by virtue of being the product of like a heterosexual relationship you have like some idea of where it's just like mommy loves daddy and then i was made you don't have any idea about like uh anything more than that but it's just like you map that meaning of a man and woman relationship within like a marriage or hopefully stable household um you map that onto uh what you come to learn as homosexual couples and then you're just like they don't make kids okay so what's this about and then inevitably it has to like come back down to not like the producing kids part but it's just like okay what's an act similar to producing kids that they do and it inevitably comes to talk about um well not only like feelings of attraction but then um the sexual content of it the kid does not need to be thinking about that at all in any sense yeah and um this this is a whole discussion back when the whole like you know don't say gay you know parental rights and education stuff uh happened in uh florida and i I believe there was something in this past session as well where they were trying to um extend it uh over to like eighth grade uh but yeah people were always like oh uh like why would you not want uh gay like teachers telling their kids about their husband or their wife or like you know why wouldn't you want them telling them about their like are you homophobic like why wouldn't you want this to be in the classroom and then there were a lot of conservatives that were like oh well you know we don't want any um you know teachers telling their kids about any of their like marriages or any of that right and keeping that out of the classroom but it, it, to your point it's different like it's not the same thing like i i uh back in like elementary uh, there was like i had a teacher who um like married another one like they were basically like um i guess he was like the assistant teacher or whatever like in the classroom like we were it was a montessori school we had like this like kind of bigger set of kids but like you know that was a fine thing like you know i understood you know my parents are, are a man and a woman and uh they got married and had me and like i understood this concept already before that so there wasn't really anything like in my mind that was telling me oh this is strange right um yeah. but uh, like if there were like two women teachers and then that happened yeah that would be a little bit like new for the children like uh, like pretty new and, and they would have a lot of questions and they'd be like why is this going on like what well, you know how does this make sense make it make sense right so uh, <laughs> Um, and, and I do want to say too, like, uh, what matters is like the age. Like these kids are super young, and I think like any prepubescent kid shouldn't probably learn about it. But like once it's around like puberty or so, then like sure, like the parents, um, even if it's just like telling them like what's in the world today, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, when if if you were to come from like the more um, conservative background or something like that if you're like wanting to be a conservative parent just even like at that point telling them what it is because like once they hit puberty then they start to understand these sort of like uh sexual feelings and stuff yeah i think to your point like it's it's also not good to like completely like, you know, until adulthood shield somebody from like the reality of the world. Obviously you want to tell them yeah. things like if you uh like if you believe there are certain like irrationalities in the world, right? And and things that aren't that don't make sense and aren't right. I mean as your kid gets older, like into a teenager and becomes like starts to go into adulthood, you do want to make sure that, that, you know, they're prepared for what's going on in the world, obviously, uh, just to know, like not fall into anything you think is wrong, obviously, because, uh, you have to be able to get your kid to, you know, understand these things and then know if these things are wrong and why they're wrong and not just see them for the first time and be like, Oh, I've never heard of this in my life. And I'm like 18. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say, uh, all of the things that's encompassed in these topics are wrong, but it's just a matter of um, 
the what the necessary implications are for the life that you would live as them uh it is a like major part of people's lives and a very uh i would say like traditional aspect where it's just like uh men get civilized by women women get civilized by men in a relationship and you find great fulfillment and meaning in creating that lifelong bond and then once you bring children into that that is like the top tier of like meaning into your life and going into uh your elderly years knowing that you have uh, a generation past you that you have like left on and then seeing them become successful themselves and create more generations to come uh, and leaving that impact which transcends your own existence um, is I wouldn't say the height of meaning but extremely meaningful and then being on your deathbed surrounded by people you love rather than being alone with all your money and all your hedonistic um, impulses is meaningful, but like you can't necessarily have that. And definitely not to the extent, same, not to the same extent. Uh, there's the arguments about um, gay adoption or anything like that, or like single parent adoption. But you are necessarily going to leave out a major factor in that child's life. Say just by adoption, by taking that kid away from their natural born mother, is rough if the natural born mother is just like unable to take care of the kid that's rough too but it's just it's an it's a suboptimal situation for the kid and their development um but there could be worse options out there so i'm not saying don't adopt definitely the kid's in a bad spot but from like the parents perspective it's just again goes back to the hedonism thing where it's just like that's not going to be as meaningful of a life very likely. Yeah, I mean, like talking on what the kid is missing and all that, uh, like I still think, you know, obviously uh, having that mother and father role in your life is is also important. So even if there was an adoption, I mean, not to say that, you know, like a kid's better off with no parents, but right. um, just saying like, you know, what a kid is best suited or, or best suited with and what will lead to the best success is obviously like a, a mom and a dad. Um, and that is just giving the kid. How do you know that though? Where are the studies? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Where's my study? Where's my study of, uh, like, did did you get Dr. Fauci saying? Yeah. It's almost science. (laughs) No, the government didn't tell it to me yet. So I I don't know. I can't believe it. Well, actually they did tell it to me and then they said, no, actually that's wrong. You're actually better off with two dads or two moms. Yeah. You need, you need two dads and two moms, both all in like a, (laughs) like a poly family. Yeah, yeah, all at a quadruple, yeah, but they're okay. all, they're each gay, so they're only like uh, they're oh, only wait, doing it. They're with each other. gay. So yeah, they like it's it's like two couple. Yeah, no, it's just like uh, you're living in like a what would be a two family household, but you're just like your common property of all of them, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. So anyway, uh, RuPaul, <laughs> RuPaul Andre <laughs> Charles, uh, has a build a bear now. And uh, it is uh, a, it apparently said to be ready for any eleganza extravaganza is being sold to uh, individually as part of a Glamazon gift set that includes gold pumps to go with the bare blonde wig uh, and a gold sequined dress. Uh, according to the listings on a build on the build a bear website, uh, there's also a RuPaul's Drag Race logo on the bear's paw. Uh, I read an article saying that apparently you have to be 18 to purchase. Like you have to be 18 to get into the website. But like, why is it on the build a bear website? 
<laughs> why is it on the Build-A-Bear website? You know, um, why is this explicitly is kids so brand uh, putting, you know, a, a drag queen on there and then saying, oh, well, you have to be 18 to get into this, but you have, you just have to click, yes, I'm 18 and get into it and then buy it. You know, it's like, hmm. <sighs> okay. So all of this doesn't make sense. It, it w- did you say it was RuPaul and someone else? Or no, it's, it's, it's RuPaul's. Okay bear it's just a rupaul bear with rupaul's drag race branding i want to know the sales record for this like how many people are actually buying this it's just like who are you buying it for it's just like the 18 thing is confusing too i'm guessing there's some like law or regulation that they're following in regards to that um but or maybe it's just a matter of just like don't buy it with your parents credit card possibly i doubt it it's apparently Um, you get into like the bear cave when you go in and then you have to click i'm 18 to to you just click i'm 18 and then you see it is the website sexually themed it's just the fact that it's rupaul i'm I'm assuming it's like oh this is a drag queen we don't want to get in any in too hot of water but we still want to sell this yeah i'd I'd say most of the fault comes down on any parent that buys that for the kid than anything it's just like additionally too like you have kids who are hooked on to not necessarily tv as much anymore but like their tablets and youtube and everything like that uh the internet and it is the fault of the parents to not control that for their kids and then one day they hear oh like my kid's been listening to this thing for a while and then they hear the offer mark because they like just walked into the room and then it's just like they see out of the corner of their eye just like rupaul just like buy my beer by my bear, y'all. <laughs> no, um, but then it's just like, oh, I wonder what my kid was watching when I wasn't in the room. And then at that point, you've already fucked up. So your rule is no tablets in the bathroom. <laughs> that would probably be a good rule. That would probably be a good it's rule. It's just a thought. Just like, no, you need that, like, um, the security wire for the tablets that, like, hold them <laughs> down to the desk. It's like, an it's like an store. apple store <laughs> yeah. you yeah. can't take the tablet okay. anywhere else it has right. to be in the family well maybe for the first few years maybe maybe until uh like high school no that's that's like when you need it down that's when you need oh well that that's okay yeah. well you just want to make sure it's not too early you know nothing nothing too crazy too early um <laughs> so anyway uh Speaking on this, you know, what have we seen as far as uh, like, you know, this sort of like stuff being sold to kids? What has there been prominent? uh, Like I'm trying to look for specific examples or at least like something less general. Uh, I mean, we just gave RuPaul's Drag Bear, but I want to give some more. Like I mentioned on last episode that I had seen this was at the at the mall I had went to. And it's a it's like a bigger store. I don't remember the name of it, but um, like literally there was a sign in the window saying protect trans kids. Right. If I knew the name of the store, I'd say it right now. I just don't like I don't have it at the top of my head. I just know that like this wasn't some like small business in the middle of who knows where that it's like one example out of nowhere. Um, There was also like all those like Texans, like, you know, the Beto supporters saying like support trans or uh, it was like protect trans kids uh, because of some rule that they were having as far as uh, I don't remember the exact law. Texas was passing or whatever, but it had to do with that. And it was like, uh, I don't know, there's been a lot of like these stories of like, oh, the states are going to pass laws that like forcibly uh, make kids like stop taking hormones or take them away from their parents or whatever and whatever. And then people's response is like protect trans kids. And it's like, really? <sighs> um, 
I was just going to say that is that is just something that I've been seeing a lot more of as of late. Uh, like before it was like, OK, here your kids can go to drag shows. Right. That's OK. That's OK. Do that. Um, and then it was like, you know, it's it's fine to know about this stuff in the classroom. It's fine to be the, taught this stuff in the classroom. It's fine to have drag queen story hour. Uh, you know, it's fine for your uh, kid to be going through the early stages of transition. It's fine to be taking puberty blockers. They're perfectly safe. They're perfectly safe. There's no way to, you know, like you can reverse them if necessary. Not true. You can reverse them. They're reversible. Um, it's just letting them get a choice. It's letting them decide. It's giving them time. Uh, yeah, let your kid grow his hair out. Let him wear a dress. Let him do whatever. You know, be let him be himself. If you saw Jazz, like the show, I am yeah, Jazz. I was that, yeah, so. where people. Well, now apparently I've been hearing. I haven't watched the like new season or whatever. But like there are people talking about how like Jazz actually might want to um, let the neo like you know uh, hole uh, be closed up. Yeah. Like not not continue inserting whatever to like keep it open uh and apparently having like doubts about like because you know this the transgenderism has not brought happiness uh just sort of that thing that's what i've been seeing i, I you know i'm just i'm just speaking as to what i've heard um but yeah no and now it's like protect trans kids and and that's not even like new new that's like you know past couple of years uh so yeah i i don't know maybe it's gotten a bit uh crazy and maybe there, this is like not just one thing after the other maybe it's it's like all flowing into each other possibly too because like the that mother she is on the like top of the list for like worst public figure mother of the yeah. year award i'm sure there are many worse in private i'm sure some of these parents like that send their kids to these sorts of things are fairly close in there too um not as bad obviously because they wouldn't forcibly keep her neo vagina open her um but yeah, just jazz is such, just such a sad case because it's, uh, you are signing up to a whole host of medical complications just to keep the, and this would be a very blunt way of saying it, but just to keep the facade alive. And I wouldn't say specifically illusion, I would say facade, because it is artificial it is like an artificial vagina uh it's the uh trans choochie uh that bougie choochie <laughs> the bougie choochie that you pay forty thousand dollars for it's that you have to go bag, back in the doctor. you're taking the birkin bag that you have to go to the doctor for like every six months so you know that nothing's wrong um that might end up smelling like feces uh and everything like that but it's just like it's like wallpaper over a punch in drywall that is way too apt of a comparison <laughs> that i thought it would be um but you're entering this life where you're gonna have this facade over everything and then your identity is your, your self-perception is going to break the facade and then like you see this sometimes too where, where people are just like um you know i really needed this nose job because whenever i would see my nose or what i really needed to like have an adam's apple reduction because whenever i would see that i would get dysphoric and everything like that and it's just at that point too it's just like they're so bought into this maybe like the thing maybe it would be good if they were to stay diluted because if they were not to stay diluted uh in this uh idea perhaps that would be worse off for them perhaps they would think that they have gone too far and then would take a an extreme action in the other way and it's just how to interact with these people is there's no like sets 
way to do so, especially none that like would be universally agreed upon as acceptable. Um, so it's just it, it's it's a new landscape and it's just hard to see. Yeah, I mean, think about the case of jazz. Like you, you look at this kid who was like I, it was like two or three years old, like uh, at two or three years old, uh, this mother was reaffirming these ideas that this kid thought that he was a girl and that like the mermaid costume that he was wearing uh, like some they show like these pictures of uh, him wearing like mermaid costumes and all that uh and like saying like oh well you know like i knew since i was a kid that i was this way uh my and then the mom starts saying yeah jazz always knew jazz always knew like from this young young age and then they're like oh well then we started putting like you know like getting jazz to wear uh you know or have longer hair and uh put you know put on these dress like literally the whole way that you know transition typically works and Jazz had done all these things uh, like before 18 and I think it was like maybe at 18 that this like or right at 18 that this uh, surgery had been done. But by the time Jazz had reached this age, they were saying there wasn't enough like tissue down there to work with because of like how much these puberty blockers were doing or I should say like how little it was causing, uh, you know, reproductive organs to be that were supposed to like grow through puberty. Um, and, you know, obviously it. it was a very big change in what's natural for hormones. Uh, so obviously by the time you reach like an adult age and you've gone through this your entire life, uh, speaking on that delusion, like what other life do you have? You don't really have like a normal life at all in any semblance. Uh, there was no, there's nothing to return to, right? Uh, it's, it's really just like, if you want to get out of this at this point, all you can do is form a new life. You can't really like get back to anything outside of this delusion because your whole life, all you've known is the delusion. Yeah. And by delusion too, it's just people. Uh, it has a very negative connotation with it. The word, uh, but specifically in the way that I mean it, is just a. Uh, it is a false belief that you hold to be true, and yeah. it's just. Uh, so that is all that I mean by it. Don't not being hateful. I feel very sorry for these people, uh, because. Just the, I am the jazz thing where I think it was like four. She went on she started to like go down this in, in not just a social way um but just complications with that and i don't really have too much more to say no, there's, about like, i'll say it. there's this uh doctor on there like dr gallagher who has become this like more famous uh like trans kid surgeon uh who literally like starts talking about i'm eating the teats off these little girls like like these teenage girls like not even like barely uh like uh, just was he the one that was on it. like Matt Walsh's? Yeah, she was uh, also on Matt Walsh's, Walsh's documentary. Right. But uh, I think like the first time I'd heard about her was from that like being on there talking about like bragging about this stuff, and then she was on uh, like What Is a Woman, and uh, and now she's like got like TikTok fame, and and you know people are well, I mostly just see reposts of this stuff like calling her disgusting because it's, it's yeah. true, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, people like that, like they're just the ones that are continuing this stuff. Like, I don't blame um, kids that are brought up into this for believing this stuff because they were just like made to. I mean, like I good on them if they can break out of it. Like, I think it's really good uh, to do. And I, I don't think you should like continue just for the sake of it. But I mean, yeah, these doctors are like the ones doing all this and committing these acts. It's like, you know, it's it's um, it's kind of funny because, you know, big farm is a thing. And uh, the, <laughs> the state kind the of bigger uh, concern for me is like, well, okay, one, how do you know this whole idea is true? This whole premise of um, that one can truly be um, the opposite 
gender sex. Uh, the distinction between that was made by pedophile sexologist John Money. Uh, there was the case of the kids where it's just uh, you had the twin boys. One of them had like a circumcision accident where it, like cut burned off his penis. It was absolutely horrific. Um, but then they the parents chose to give him over to John Money, who made him act like a girl and then pretend as if he was a girl for his entire life and then get into sexual positions with his brother to reinforce this idea. Uh, and take pictures of that. Um, and then there's Kinsey but, as well. Yeah. Uh, Kinsey who as literally well. talked about like the, well, how do I phrase this delicately? I really don't want to say this. Um, like infants, the pleasure they experience in a same way, similar way to adults. He tracked this. And uh, right. unfortunately there's only one way to actually track that. And I, I hate that yeah. that's a thing, but it happened. So you have the- he documented this and uh, it's, it's in his like literature. Yeah. So you have these pillars of humanity who are the uh, uh, forebearers of these ideas. Um, and then, like, how do you know this is true? And then just looking for this simple concession, how do you know that some of these cases are not Munchausen syndrome by proxy? That some of these parents are parents of kids who aren't actually trans and who are putting these kids through all of this uh, just to get attention just to like have the kid be sick for them and then go through all this process, be this like victim of circumstance of just like, it's just so hard being a parent of this trans youth. How do you know that this is not that situation? Cause if it is, that is you are putting this kid, this person is putting this kid through such terrible torment and pain and possibly just like destined for suicide. Um, and just considering that as a possibility, you have to look at all of these situations with so much more skepticism, uh, because I, I would say that's a real possibility. I, I hope that one would concede that maybe it is possible that one of these cases of these like public figures is as such, um, because in that case, man, that kid is just, I feel just so bad for him. Yeah. So I was going to point to, um, well, actually, first, I, I did want to say, like, I, I was saying beforehand that, you know, like, it's it's almost like big pharma is a thing, right? And and so, like, when you have doctors uh, saying this stuff is good and they're professing this stuff and they're saying, yeah, I love doing this. Yeah, it's almost like uh, these are the same people that are, are paid off uh, to have, you know, sold you certain types of, uh, you know, pharmaceutical products back when COVID was a thing, no matter what your situation was and told you that this is good for you and that you should take it because Dr. Fauci said so. And uh, so, yeah, I, I I think we should trust those people fully to decide what's good for your children. Um, <laughs> or yeah. even past that, like just previously when it kind of came to like, I'm, I'm sure these aren't the same people who sold um, like all the, what is it? All the, the painkillers and everything like that, the all the opioids. Possibly kids, the like literal, like putting them on uh, uh, these drugs because they're like, oh, your kid's crazy. He's bouncing off the walls. We need to put him on these drugs that are going to sedate him. Keep his mind yeah. slow. But I, I don't, it may not be possible that these are like the exact same people as that, but it's very likely that they're just taking after in that same stripe because you have um, these medical boards and like conferences and doctors talking about how uh, once you have like a trans patient, that is a patient for life because they might not come back to you, but they're going to be have to come back to someone. You want to build that relationship because they have their surgery. They have their mastectomy. Uh, if it's like a woman who's uh, being 
going through this you have like the mastectomy you have like the any sort of like bottom surgery you have like all the cosmetic surgery and then you have every complication that comes with that too and you have got hrt which comes with that too and everything like that and it's it's a perverse incentive um and i'd say the best way out of this is uh to codify like lawsuits because the children cannot consent to this uh and the one that does consent to this would be the parents so either suing the uh parents or suing the practitioner i haven't really worked out yet but getting just like a contract or something where it's just like hey i'm a kid if i don't like this in the future i get to sue your ass <laughs> would be a very nice uh, market mechanism for this practice but i want to tie this further down because think about this i mean who where are these doctors educated right state universities right or, or heavily of state funded private universities so they're only learning the things that you know are government approved they're only being licensed if the government approves it they're only allowed to stay licensed if the government says yeah this is fine uh so I, it's no shock or like it's no surprise uh when the, this is these are the things they're pushing and it's in line with what you see a lot of like part of the government pushing as well, right? It's obviously like if there were somebody speaking out against this and, you know, and they were some sort of like notable doctor, I, I don't think they'd be like kept there if the state's like, yeah, we, we want to keep this going. Um, so just think about like how, how this is working. Like this market of doctors isn't really allowed to like be a market of doctors. It's literally just like, you know, the white market in which the state is like saying, yeah, these are the approved ones and they're the ones transing the kids and these are the fine ones. Right. So, and obviously like the same thing for a lot of the other stuff they've been doing all along because it has to do with, you know, ensuring that they can keep their, um, like, uh, patents and all that and then and all that on the on the medical market and all that and not have people making their own forms of medicine or talking to people about different ideas in it and then allowing people to make their own medical decisions it's really up to like you know this big pharmaceutical industry that's being propped up by the state to say like hey yeah the, we, we sort of benefit off of this why would we allow it to be subverted yeah and then also just like it's uh what i usually think is it's from the top-down structure of these hospitals as well um where you have these doctors who it's just like they there's the single geographical monopoly monopoly of like the uh, hospital that's nearby and that's like where they work uh it's there's minor resistance and issues with trying to find another job when you don't have it so then this uses the hospital uses leverage to say okay we're gonna have these standards of care for these trans uh children if you disagree we're gonna fire you if you're a conscientious objector to this, we're going to try to find some way to fire you or anything like that to put you and make you disreputable or anything. And that then you have to make the career choice between your like morals and ethics. And you have to make uh, the choice between that and your career, your job, your financial stability, your income and everything like that. And this situation is only created because of the market conditions uh which are a result of state interference. Mm -hmm. Like certificate of need is one good example for yeah. a lot of these, like for why uh, you see these <clears throat> hospital structures work the way they even do. Um, but yeah, I, it's just unfortunate that things work this way, but they do. And uh, it, doesn't just work that way in, in you know the medical industry it uh it's, it's also like we we've been discussing uh pushed in media and you know one last example of how it's sold to kids we do have one last video here i don't know if uh, everybody remembers this but this is uh drag queen nina west who was on nickelodeon uh doing a blues clues pride parade uh song and it
it was portraying an adolescent beaver, and I mean a cartoon animal when I say that, uh, <laughs> with double mastectomy scars. And at best, it was like adolescent. I, I don't know. Uh, but it, anyway, we're going to watch this real quick. I, I don't think we can share the song on here because, you know, copyright stuff. But and that's also, you know, BS. But we're going to watch this video and uh, see exactly what Nina's doing over here. <laughs> The red salute in the microphone. So they had some like, I don't know, kind of flag. I don't know what these even represent, but they're all different flags. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that just looks like a mom, dad and a daughter that are all dressed in gay. <laughs> Except it's a cartoon. So those can be both dads. That's true. Oh. Babas. Babas are non, but yeah, because Baba is like a also, gender neutral also, term the dolphins for your parent. The dolphins disabled. <laughs> okay, so yeah, here's the one with the scars on the right. Uh, that's that that beaver. Yeah, that doesn't look like. I mean, that's like one of the kids. I wonder why so many of the kids are trans. Shouldn't why is Blue Clues here? You know, you know. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty obvious why Blue Clues is here. <laughs> Blue's Clues has nothing to do with this, but Blue's Clues sells to kids. So I, none, of, none of the kids would recognize these other cartoon animals and they'll be like, oh, okay, cartoon animals, whatever. But once Blue's Clues is in there showing his face, kids are like, oh my God, Blue's Clues. And you have that like uh, activation in the mind, <laughs> like that, that monkey image that's like, you know, the neuron activation. <laughs> so yeah, this isn't the only thing Nina West has done for Nickelodeon. Like there's another one, but this is just the more important one just because of that part um, yeah. of what they're portraying and they obviously wouldn't do that in a live action one not yet I don't know oh okay you gotta get the black power fist in there too oh that's yeah the power fist on the that's, mic yeah, yeah. right what's with no, that no, what's like, with that oh that's just BLM here. right like but still yeah. this uh well this says it was published a year ago I don't see an exact let's see May 28th 2021 so it actually lines up well then, that was something. Yeah, there's something else too, like uh, choo, like choo -choo. there was a line about choosing their family. <laughs> um, but and that reminds me of the same place where I heard the line about like getting the glitter, never getting the glitter out of the carpet, where it's just like family is a coded term specifically for like the uh, like the drag family, like the gay family, where it's like uh. Stephen Marsh or whatever, what's his name? The weird, creepy guy on TikTok who's just like, kids, this is for you. This isn't for the parents. If you're a parent, leave. Um, and he like just says like the creepiest shit, and then it's like, this is why I have a Patreon to talk to you kids specifically. Um, yeah, yeah, it's bad. You remember it's that uh, gay choir video, the joking one, where they're like, we're gonna take. Your oh yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh, yeah coming for your children yeah. and then it it turned out that a lot of them who were singing in the background <laughs> yeah. were uh pedophiles there's were, a really good charged, video on that there's really yeah with sexual one. contact with like a child under 14 or some shit like that um it's fun it's 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 incredible they they, they wouldn't mask off a, it's, it's a joke it's a joke obviously guys we're not actually coming for your kids but we're coming for your but kids. we've already came for your kids yeah yeah we've came in your kids 
Um, but it's this like a uh, code of like family is to like get connections within the gay community, get your like tutors, get like the people who've been in there for a while to um, educate educate you uh, in this lifestyle, this practice, and everything like that, how to do it. Um, and then if your family is not accepting, like uh, I think was, I'm gonna go with Stephen Marsh. I might be wrong about that name, um, but like. If your family is just like not completely for it, go no contact where you don't have any contact with them whatsoever. And if they react negatively to that, they're abusive. You needed to go non-contact because if they react negatively to never seeing you again, they're obviously the one in the wrong. And you just got to talk to Steve Marsh uh, in his Patreon about... um, all your issues that you're having and everything like that in these private conversations with this i don't even know how old of a man just like mid 40s maybe i don't know it's it's what what a world what a world we live in what a world but definitely obviously not this is all is just as bad as taking your kid to hooters yeah yeah i mean even like the hooters thing it's just like weird but it's just like uh, Take take your kids to a uh, better uh, practice than Hooters. <laughs> take your kids to an upscale restaurant yeah. like Denny's <laughs> or Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have no, them I mean, see like, like okay. some live entertainment, like a king. The worst examples I've seen from Hooters are like little boys next to women that are dressed in the Hooters outfits, right? And they're like next to them, smiling, like they're all around him, and it's like, oh, look at this. This is grooming, and it's like, well. I- I, I mean, like, I get what you're going for with it. Like, you know, okay, there's a kid next to women and obviously he finds them attractive. But everything here we've listed is way worse. Like, there's there's no, even Drag Queen Story Hour. Like, none of that, none of that is is even slightly close to, to that, to that one example that people can give. Uh, like, Hooters itself is not something you go into and it's, like, super sexual, right? It's not something that they even perform sexual shows there. It's not something that the Hooter, Hooters girls on Hooters hours and Hooters uniform go out and start stripping, right? It, it's because drag, they do that, right? But, like, yeah. with Hooters, it's, like it's just a restaurant and it's, like, the girls are wearing, like, certain outfits. Um, yeah. uh, if you want and to they're, say they're not even that worse than what you see in public nowadays. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Like the short shorts are just like, that's a common thing, especially down towards like the South end of America where it's actually hot. Uh, women will like commonly wear that, especially towards like the beaches and everything like that too. And then just like showing cleavage where it's just like, there are some like shirts that like are commonly worn where more cleavage is shown than what's in Hooters. But let's, um, let's go on to this. So let's go on to this point. If, yeah. if the Hooters girls, what they wear is inherently sexual you believe that right like if that's your position if this is grooming because of that um why don't you cover up in public why are you wearing what you're wearing right now in front of kids at all ever that's wear your hijab yeah wear your hijab (laughs) wear your hijab hijab. (laughs) but but i'm serious like why are you not dressing modestly like that why is that not your position that you ought to dress modestly if this is sexual by not even being anything other than girls wearing uh like less modest clothing like it's not even like you know the beach or anything like that it's it's like they're wearing shorts and like a, a shirt with a little bit of stomach you know what i mean if that um it's it's sort of uh i'm trying to like remember the word but it's like the two quoque fallacy it's like what people usually like to call whataboutism um where it's just like uh you're accusing us of doing this thing well you also do this thing uh, but it's like the point of saying that in an honest sense is to find a standard mm-hmm. that both of them are uh, 
not meeting and then to reestablish that standard where it's just like okay so you're criticizing me for this you're also doing this so let's both stop right no it's just like you're doing this as well so it's okay for both of us to do it uh and that that could also be an honest outcome of it but it's just like to end up with this sort of situation where it's just like you don't even believe the premise of your own argument you're just trying to hold it to uh this other person um that could get into like the sort of dishonesty uh and also it's just the whataboutism like used properly is the two quote way of like you also do this um as well as a red herring like those two mixed together uh where it's just like this is completely a separate topic and this is exactly what this is um whereas people commonly use whataboutism to just point out any time where it's just like this other bad thing is happening or something like that yeah and i mean like it's it's literally just a question of the standard like what is your standard for it like can you give me a consistent one if not why are you talking i mean like give me something consistent say it's all good or say it's not i and i'll yeah. I, I probably won't like that. It's all like I probably won't like you saying it's all good, but if you say it's all not, then fine, we're done. That's it. I, yeah. You know, don't take your kids to Hooters. Just like the, the children consent issue uh, is one a very touchy subject because people usually have really bad answers. Um, but two, it's just it. I think it gets to the heart of the issue where it's um, the true libertarian sense. Uh, sorry for all the people who joke about libertarians being pedophiles uh that the libertarian sense is the children cannot advocate their will they're latent self-owners they do own themselves uh the parents can't do whatever they want to the kids uh but they aren't able to completely uh advocate and take control of their will or know their will um and as such uh the parent has guardianship rights over the kids uh where they have the property title to like consent over certain issues but they don't have it to every issue and specifically uh if i remember the standard correctly it's something of the sort of um anything that would like uh harm not even harm the child but i forget i forget the standard for the most part uh but bringing harm to the child is going to violate that given that it's not in serves in service of some other greater gain which sounds very utilitarian but i don't really remember it uh so forgive me forgive me for not knowing all the theory um but it's like you can tackle a child out of the way of a car uh you can't just tackle a child normally and just because that would be child abuse um plus it's some greater context of anything like that but you can't tackle them against the pavement we'll say um or you can't take them to a medical surgery that would them up and they don't need it or anything like that and the the real meat of the issue is like do they need it or not but uh this whole issue of consent is one which uh many other ideas have this just loosey-goosey uh whatever the state defines is okay for parents to do to children or for anyone to do to the children is okay and that is not grounded in reality it's just grounded in the opinions of other people and it's concerning that people are so um, despondent, just like apathetic to this issue because like this is a pretty key issue. Yeah. You know, there's this political compass meme about like um, the Hooters and uh, drag shows. And it's like, you know, authoritarian right is like yes to Hooters, but no to drag shows. And then authoritarian left is like, no, neither. No drag shows and no Hooters. Uh, libertarian 
uh, left is like, yeah, Hooters and drag shows. And then libertarian right. Uh, obviously it's, uh, you know, you would expect it to be okay. Like no drag shows. Yes. Hooters. But uh, the kids are too busy working to, to even <laughs> go to, they were too busy working Children at Hooters to go to the drag shows. Oh God. <laughs> Not, not a, maybe, maybe as a, maybe as like a bus boy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dishwasher. that's, that's what we meant here. That's... The reputation, the optics of libertarianism, man, they're to they're totally savable, but just this one joke made it. So it's just like libertarians are seen as these like sleazy dudes, you know, just disgusting, just disgusting dudes. So only that joke. There's no other reason. So wood chipper. <laughs> For the uh, child molesters, maybe. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the child molesters get the child molesters deserve to have a nice long shower with Tyrone. <laughs> That's true. That is true. They do deserve that. Um. Anyway, that <laughs> that seems like uh, it's about it. Uh, we we covered quite a bit today. Uh, yeah. There. If we've learned anything, it's. I'm trying to think what we've even learned. This is a bunch of retardation. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. Just like be concerned if like any given situation is Munchausen syndrome by proxy, because it could very well be in which case it, it's not that the child is like a trans youth that needs protecting. It's that the child is a youth that needs protecting from the trans ideas. It's true. Anything else you want to add today, uh, Ashton? Uh, apparently I'm not completely over my cough. I've got just, just a little bit, just a little well, stop drinking mold. Anyway, guys, uh, remember to like and share the show. Uh, this has uh, been our been our podcast. We'll be back with another one. Uh, we'll see what it's about. Um, you know, we we have a lot to discuss. There's just there's a lot of things around us, and uh, there's a lot of irrationality today that we can take a look at and and uh, just uh, respond to. Unfortunately, but anyway, guys, <laughs> make sure uh, just support everything. Uh, remember what I said at the beginning of the show. Uh, and yeah, civil offense is the key to winning. Thank you.